0: Listener. Hi, and welcome to Broadsheet Melbourne around town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katcha and the host of this 10-minute guide to Melbourne. Le Meridian is a French hotel brand that hasn't had a property in Melbourne for almost 20 years, and it's just opened its new luxury hotel in a very iconic Melbourne location, and its rooftop pool is going to give it serious staycation appeal, I think. But first, Broadsheet Publications Director Nick Connellan is here to tell us about an exciting new bar that's opening on Brunswick Street and a new range of chocolate from Melbourne favourite Peter Pippo. Peter Pippo is one of our favourite Melbourne gelati spots and last year they opened what they're calling a lab on Brunswick Street in Fitzroy, beautiful, quite small and sleek building where not only are they making gelati, they've also got a chocolate room. And here to talk about it with us today is Broadsheet Publications Director, Nick Connellan. Tell us about the chocolate that is now available at Peter Pippo.
1: Yeah, so it's available at all of their locations in store uh, and they're keeping it pretty classic to start with. So they've got a a milk chocolate and a dark chocolate and uh, a white chocolate.
0: Not just that, though, they're also adding beautiful nuts to some of those chocolate bars.
1: Yeah, so Lisa's always really had a passion for hazelnuts from Piedmont. So and she's Lisa doing...
0: Valmorbida is the owner and founder yes. of Peter Pippo.
1: Yeah, so she's always had a passion for those hazelnuts and then she's also doing almonds and macadamias and kind of pairing them um, in different types of chocolates and then also what they call panning products, which is the actual coated nuts. So you right. can kind of mix and match and get what you want.
0: What do these look like? I feel like when it comes to Peter Pippo, everything is incredibly considered and the design that goes into everything they do is is so beautiful.
1: I don't want to unwrap them. It'd be ruining them to unwrap them. You know, they've got this beautiful geometric branding that really recalls those kind of geometric tiles and um, that sort of thing that you see in Italy. They're, They're gorgeous.
0: And they're not just making chocolate bars. Tell us about these Easter eggs.
1: Yeah, so you can get kind of a plain egg if you want, if that's your speed. You can get a, you know, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate, but they're also doing some really cool flavours including caramelised coconut, hazelnut duja, which is that kind of yummy, liquidy chocolate sauce, basically Nutella. <laughs> you know, if Nutella is a generic product, it's Gianduja, uh, and uh, salted caramel as well.
0: So. Delicious. I was lucky enough to try some of the chocolate last year. Uh, just as they'd opened and I went into the chocolate room and saw chocolate being tempered, which is beautiful. It just gets so glossy and so shiny. Well, that was great. I think we've got another thing to add to our Easter shopping list. Thanks, Nick. Pleasure. Le Meridian is a French hotel brand that has not had a property in Melbourne since the early 2000s. But this month, it just opened its new luxury hotel on Burke Street. Here to talk about it is broadsheet writer James Williams, who had a sneak peek at the hotel before it was open to the public. Welcome, James.
2: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: I think before we get into the hotel and its rooms and the beautiful rooftop pool, that I think is going to be one of the uh, highlights um, for people staying at the hotel. This is a pretty storied site that Le Meridian is now occupying. Can you tell us a little bit about the history? because this is one of those places that people in Melbourne will have strong feelings about.
2: Yes, it's uh, right up at the top end of Burke Street, right near Parliament House. And so it has had a very storied history. Back in the 1850s, when Burke Street was just a dirt road, it began as a hotel, the Hotel Excelsior, and it's had a few different names since then. But it also kind of has had a zigzaggy history going between being a theatre and a nightclub and a music hall and then a Pentecostal church for a minute. And, and of back course, into a theatre, which yep. is probably what I think most people would know the site as. Yeah,
0: it is the site of the Palace uh, Theatre in the city, which is a place that many Melbournians would have spent time in. It was also Metro Nightclub for about 20 years. Again, a place a lot of Melbournians would have spent time in. And of course, when the Palace closed or shut down uh, several years ago, Melbournians were pretty upset. They were. They were very defensive over there memories there and the nights that they all shared. The facade remains, but it has now been taken over by this luxury hotel. It's the way of a lot of old buildings in cities around the world. Yes. Um, the
2: Art Deco facade is intact, but then everything behind it is a new.
0: Is new. Okay. So tell us about the new. Tell us about Le Meridian.
2: It's uh, quite a beautiful hotel, I have to say. They've taken inspiration from all of the uh, existing sites that were there be- beforehand There's a lot of theatre motifs and stage motifs interwoven throughout all the floors and every floor takes on the history in a different way. But I think the real theatre starts when you enter the lobby and you descend this like magnificent marble staircase that spirals down to the uh, restaurant downstairs, which is Dolly.
0: Now, the way you described this restaurant in the story was that everything seems to sparkle or shimmer. I believe your exact words were that it was like stepping inside a silver screen.
2: It really is because as soon as you descend the staircase, you enter the bar, which is red carpet and these kind of like modular sofas that look very much like a theater lobby. And then you're looking into the restaurant where quite literally everything sparkles. There's like big arch mirrors on all the walls that reflect the banquette seating. And then there's this sparkly chrome fluting that divides the banquettes as well as like flanks along the side. So it's just quite literally sparkling
0: Vibes, great.
2: So they have some signature cocktails on offer and they are created with the Everly Bottling Co. Right. Um, And yeah, they're named after musicians that performed there. So there's one particular one called Vanity, which is named after the muse and supposed protege and one-time lover of Prince. It's a martini, but with a purple twist, naturally. Of course. It has to be with Prince. It has to be. Anything else would have been wrong. (laughs) Um, But... Prince and Melbourne have quite a good relationship. He's come here a few times and he's known to do a few side gigs in addition to his stadium tours. He was here in about 2014 for his tour and when he was about to set this, uh, go onto stage to perform, on that day he found out that Vanity had passed at the age of 57 and he dedicated one of the songs to her in her memory. It was uh, Little Red Corvette. I believe. And he kind of went on these beautiful little monologues trying to commemorate her and celebrate her life. And so they've named this drink Vanity in honour of Prince and Vanity and their her, Prince's relationship with Melbourne.
0: Okay. So leaving the bar and the restaurant, let's go to the bedrooms. How many are there and what do they look like?
2: So there are 235 rooms and they are all very inspired by mid-century Melbourne. And it's the whole uh, design of the room is an ode to mid-century Melbourne. Underfoot, there's carpet that is actually like a map of Melbourne and its tram tracks. And then all the furniture is mid-century style and these dark woods. And they all have a unique art piece as well. And a few art books as well, architecture and art. And then in the suites, um, there's a turntable as well as a few vinyl collections of uh, performers who... Played in Melbourne, so there's James Brown as well as Prince and a few others.
0: Let's get to the pool.
2: So you go up to level five and you see this beautiful rooftop pool overlooking Burke Street and Parliament sta- uh, Parliament House. Um, it's interesting that it's on level five because a lot of the time you'd think it's either ground floor or quite high up on the actual full rooftop of the building. But you're kind of nestled into the cityscape, eye level with like offices across the road. There's rooftop bars, so you able to people watch everyone on the rooftop of the Imperial, which I think would be extremely fun. So they serve uh, lobster rolls and champagne that you can order to the pool. And the idea of eating a lobster roll lounging on a sunbed while you can look at the office workers in the buildings adjacent is just beautiful to me.
0: I know what you'll be doing (laughs) on the weekend. (laughs) I've often had people ask, oh, where should we stay with a pool in Melbourne? And to be honest, there aren't that many hotels that have them and certainly not, on not outdoor. Certainly not a rooftop. So that's really exciting. Thanks for coming in and telling us about the hotel, James. Thank you for having me. That's it for today. You can stay completely up to date at any moment of any day at broadsheet.com.au or on Instagram at broadsheet underscore melb. I'll be back again on Friday, same time, same place. Back then. A listener production.